The Joy Unleashed show empowers and inspires women to reclaim their joy. We provide tools, resources, and connections to help you unlock your true potential through engaging conversations, expert insights, and transformative stories. We create a vibrant and inclusive community where women can break free from the limitations that hold them back. I'm joyologist Colleen Greco, and it is my honor to be your host. Let's get right into the show. If you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you don't quite know your purpose, or maybe you know it, but you just can't find the path toward it. If you're uncomfortable in your own skin and want to finally master self-love, then we need to talk. I'm Colleen Greco, and I'm your joyologist. I help women just like you to reclaim the joy they feel is missing in their life through mindset coaching and nutrition coaching. Whether you have weight to lose or simply need to get your gut in check, I've got you. We'll work together to retire limiting beliefs. Those are the stories that are keeping you from your purpose. I need you to hear me. Those are the stories that we need to get rid of in order to get you on your path to your purpose. We will work together to get you that life you've always dreamed of. It would be my honor to connect with you. Reach out to me via Instagram at the Colleen Greco or email Colleen at ColleenGreco.com. Let's get you back to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Joy Unleashed. I'm Colleen Greco, your joyologist and humble host. And today I'm excited to share with you Laura Ora. And she has so much to tell you guys. She is full of wisdom, and I can't wait to welcome her to the show. Hey, Laura Ora. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for our show. This is like (laughs) my little happy dance in my chair. (laughs) So I'll just throw you a softball. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners and the viewers. Yeah, thank you. So I am Laura Ora. And I am a speaker. I'm a coach. And I'm an author in the making. I'll put it that way. And you know, I've so I've been an entrepreneur for 16 and a half years. My first business was in branding. So my background, my schooling, everything is in branding. Um, And I actually just sold that business, like a couple of weeks ago, which is wow beautiful and full of all kinds of interesting emotions that I wasn't necessarily expecting, but it's okay to, to invite them in. So I I just recently sold the branding agency so that I could fully put my into helping women get out of their own way so they can do the things that they actually want to do here in this world. So I get this beautiful opportunity to work with women that are either in in business or they're at a crossroads in life. They're, they're like, they've tried it all, right? Like I've done all the things, but what is, what's missing? What, what can I, why can't I move forward? That's where I absolutely love to step in and help see them, you know, see them through that process. So, uh, it's, it's fun. I'm having fun. Like that's what joy is all about, right? Is like fun and happiness. And, and I truly think that joy is, is, honoring yourself, really giving yourself the opportunity to lean in and try and experiment and, and give it a go. I'm so glad. So, okay. I'd like where to start. First of all, <laughs> huge congratulations on selling your business. That is a huge accomplishment that I don't want to, uh, you know, 
like skate over. So that's amazing. Thank you. Yes. And I, you know, I'm taking notes because I think my audience knows I have ADHD and dyslexia. So I'm like a hot mess in my brain. So if I'm ever looking down, it's because I'm, you know, trying to write, I want to remember something and I'm confident I won't do it unless I write it down. Um, So like author in the making, tell me what that's about. What is it that you're writing? Tell me what your, um, you know, like the theme of it is and maybe like when it, you expect it to, you know, be out, we want to, we want to get a little juice out to folks and, and get them thirsty for more. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've been wanting to write a book for probably a decade and, and I did write a book a couple of years ago, but it was more in the branding space. Um, and it was, it was such a weird relationship I had with that book. <laughs> it was a very love hate relationship. Honestly, I hated the process. I started to really believe that writing wasn't for me. Um, and you know, just over the last couple of years, that tug for writing books, when something is really meant for you, it just continues to show up, right? It grows, the thought grows, the desire grows, the information grows. And that's what it's been like for me over the last couple of years. But here's what I found, trying to run three businesses, three, not just two, three, because I also owned a commercial building that we recently sold as well. Um, I can't do all the great, in-depth, impactful things that I want to do when I'm trying to be everything. Did, it, did you need somebody to tell you that? <laughs> I could have no. told you that. Like, well, wow. you know, it's one of those things where like, I know, I knew, right? And that's what where a lot of the women that I work with are at. Like, I know it. I know what I want or or I know what I need to change or I know I, what I need to do. But why the hell can't I do it? Like, what's going on? And for me, it honestly took this just this very raw decision this honesty with myself of saying like, okay, what do I actually really want? Mm-hmm. I want to speak on stages. I want to expand my podcast. I want to coach more people and have a bigger impact. And I want to see my face on the bookshelf at Target because I want to write a book. I want, I, there's so many books in me that sometimes it's like, oh, okay, everybody settle down for a second. Like <laughs> kids, <laughs> yeah. but you know, you kind of get to this point where you have to, you have to really start deciding what's most important to you. Mm -hmm. Because trying to grow three businesses and be successful at all of them, I mean, they all had their own level of success, but I didn't feel fulfilled, Mm -hmm. right? When you're always like searching and scratching and looking for like, okay, I've hit this milestone. Why don't I feel better? I've I've done this. Why don't I feel better? Well, first I'm tired. (laughs) I'm stretched way too thin. And two, I am not putting the majority of my energy into the thing that I actually really want. So this author in the making concept is to be able to write books, to be able to speak on stages, to be able to make the imp- bigger impact that I know that I'm put here to, to make, I have to let things go. I have to let things go. Yeah. So in a, out of your own way. Yeah. So, you know, in a very short time frame, I decided to sell the business. I decided to sell the building. Um, and now I'm starting to have capacity for this book to be able to come out of me to get into the hands of women that are ready to read it. You know what I mean? Like it's, to me, it's already done. Mm-hmm. Literally every single time I go to target, I've been doing this for two years. I take a selfie with the new releases <laughs> in, the, in the back of target. Like my phone is just full of my face at target, <laughs> which, which is interesting because now I see how many times I go to target, but that's neither here nor there. Right. <laughs> 
But, you know, so I say author in the making because I write all the time, right? I write content, I write messages, I write, um, you know, my points for my scripts for the podcast. Um, now I'm really ready to pursue talking more about getting out of your own way and what's happening in your brain and the how, right? Like we, we see and we talk about the big fluffy stuff a lot, but to me, it's really in the nitty gritty. It's in the day-to-day decisions. It's in the micro moments. It's in the little tiny turns of the dial, right? It's in that like, okay, I, I hear you. I feel you. I understand this, but how? I am a sucker for the how. So that's what I'm writing about. I love that. And congratulations for like planting your feet squarely in your purpose, but also manifesting what is out there for you that I guess now we just have to pull out of your head and get onto paper. (laughs) And I think that's so exciting. I'm in the same boat. I have so many book ideas and I keep telling myself, I'm going to start writing it. What I haven't decided is that I'm going to write it as messy or as like just raw as possible without judging it. That's the next step that I need to get to. And just, you know, if, if it's an hour a day or, well, that would be impossible, but if it's like, you know, a couple of hours a week or something like that, just allowing myself to make progress the way that I define progress to be, I think is that, that important piece, you know, because when it's on my calendar, it happens. But otherwise, it's just this swirling thought in my head. So really proud of you for um, for all the work that you're doing and, and then taking the selfies because you're like, mine's going to be there next. Oh, I just I just feel it. You know what I mean? And and it's exciting to me, not just because that's it's a goal of mine, but to me, it's bigger than that. Right. Like I actually get chills starting to think about it. Like to me, it's it's the it's the impact of this shakeup, I feel like this book will have where like, look, I got to tell you, Colleen, one of the things that drives me the most batshit crazy, the thing that probably keeps me up at night more than anything is just watching women tolerate, right? By, by just getting by, by just checking out the boxes, by getting lost in the titles and the roles and the responsibilities by feeling like she has to be last and she gets what's left over like that. I cannot, (laughs) I cannot sit still in that space because I know what it feels like to be able to feel alive and connected with yourself again. And I'm hellbent and determined to shake up some people in this world in the best of ways to say, you know what, (laughs) actually I am worth trying this out. I, I don't have to tolerate this anymore. I don't have to stay at this job that sucks my soul out anymore. I don't have to keep running my business this way because that's the way that I've been told to. I don't have to do anything the way that I'm told that I should do it, right? I get to decide how I want to do it and know that that's okay. Yeah. And I, I always say that S is, or should is one of those S words that I refuse to say anymore because it's filled with so much judgment and negativity for, for me, I hit that point. Um, I think it was about 2017. I was working in corporate and just felt unfulfilled. So I was just going to kind of do this thing on the side where I could just make people focus a little bit more on themselves through, you know, like a health and well-being program for that company I was working for. 
And then luckily I got laid off. So I was like, hmm, I just got a package. So I'm getting paid to do the, I get to do this. Like right now at 930 in the morning is when it happened. I was like, wow, I just got to start my website up. So like I <laughs> literally at that moment wasted no time, jumped right in. I have been doing some coaching on the side, but you know, nothing official. And what a thrill. Now I, my head and my heart got out of alignment for a little while. I got pulled back into corporate by an old boss uh, and mentor who, you know, he thought he was doing the right thing by me. I got, you know, lured in. I was there for two years and my soul was vacant. I was so miserable and I had no idea how miserable I was until I got out of it and was on my own for a little while and thought, no, I need to go back to that. That's where I was lit up. That's where I felt most alive, most fulfilled, most aligned. Um, so I completely resonate with what you're saying. And, and that's a lot of my message too, is like, don't just settle for the thing that you've been doing for so long. I was in corporate IT marketing for 26 years. Right. By, by just getting by, by just checking out the boxes, by getting lost in the titles and the roles and the responsibilities, by feeling like she has to be last and she gets what's left over like that. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot sit still in that space because I know what it feels like to be able to feel alive and connected with yourself yeah. again. And I'm hellbent and determined to shake up some people in this world in the best of ways to say, you know what, actually, I am worth trying this out. I, I don't have to tolerate this anymore. I don't have to stay at this job that sucks my soul out anymore. I don't have to keep running my business this way because that's the way that I've been told to. I don't have to do anything the way that I'm told that I should do it, right? I get to decide how I want to do it and know that that's okay. Yeah. And I, I always say that S is or should is one of those S words that I refuse to say anymore because it's filled with so much judgment and negativity for, for me, I hit that point. Um, I think it was about 2017. I was working in corporate. It just felt unfulfilled. So I was just going to kind of do this thing on the side where I could just make people focus a little bit more on themselves through, you know, like a health and well-being program for that company I was working for. And then luckily I got laid off. So I was like, hmm, I just got a package. So I'm getting paid to do the, I get to do this. Like right now at 930 in the morning is when it happened. I was like, wow, I just got to start my website up. So like I <laughs> literally at that moment wasted no time, jumped right in. I have been doing some coaching on the side, but you know, nothing official and what a thrill. Now I, my head and my heart got out of alignment for a little while. I got pulled back into corporate by an old boss uh, and mentor who, you know, he thought he was doing the right thing by me. I got, you know, lured in. I was there for two years and my soul was vacant. I was yeah. so miserable and I had no idea how miserable I was until I got out of it and was on my own for a little while and thought, no, I need to go back to that. That's where I was lit up. That's where I felt most alive, most fulfilled, most aligned. Um, so I completely resonate with what you're saying. And, and that's a lot of my message too, is like, don't just settle for the thing that you've been doing for so long. I was in corporate IT marketing for 26 years. 
having been in that situation for so long, it just sort of felt like maybe this is the thing I should like, to your point, be doing. And it wasn't until I removed myself that I thought like, there's this whole other world out there. You almost feel like this level of like naivety where you're like, I could, I could do anything, literally anything. And this is what I'm doing. And there are elements of what I had been doing that apply to what I'm doing now. And so it isn't like a, it sounds like a crazy leap, but it's not that crazy a leap. I'm, I've always been in service to others. And so that's, that's a lot of what you're talking about too. Like you can just take those skills and you apply them to anything you want to do. And it's all about what lights you up. So what are the things that light you up on a daily basis? Oh, what are the things that light me up? First of all, flexibility in my schedule lights me up. That, that to me now is a non-negotiable. Like mm-hmm. I, I love a slow morning. I love to kind of navigate my day. And of course there's meetings and stuff that I have scheduled out and, and responsibilities, but just in general, it really lights me up to be able to be flexible with my time and my energy. Mm-hmm. But that, again, non-negotiable. Um, another thing that lights me up is my podcast. Being on the Gutsy Podcast has helped me find my voice, right? Like if you listen to episode one compared to what just what just launched episode 192, it, I mean, you can hear the evolution of me in it. And at first I feel a little cringy about it, but then I'm like, no, because without day one me, episode 192 yes. me would, wouldn't exist. So being able to turn on the mic and use this tool to amplify messages to help people just make a little bit movement, a little bit, you know, each time, each episode, each day, like that just fills my soul. Um, what else fills my, lights me up? You know, watching watching someone have their aha moment, right? So like in a coaching session or a gr- in a group session or in a class, like I'm also very intuitive and, and energetically inclined. So I also feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm observing, but I'm also feeling. And when I, it's like, I can see the lights turn on. Yes. Like things connect something that they have been racking their brain on. All of a sudden it's like, holy shit. Like <laughs> there it is. And it's like that. I, I can't get enough of that because that's the wake up moment where now we have something to work with. Yes. Now we have clarity. Now we know what to do next. Now we know where to focus our time, money, and energy and effort, right? Like that ooh, to me is just absolutely phenomenal. I say that it's like when I, when I remember those first few moments of my children learning how to walk yeah, like that, or the first time they, they learn how to read something, you're like, wow, you can almost like see the brain, like the wheels of the brain turning. I, I absolutely could not agree more. I think too, um, I feel like that's when the psychological safety has really like locked in. They are safe enough with me to share whatever they need to share to get to that next level. Um, so yeah, I love that you said that. One of the things you started um, talking about was like removing blockers. So in your coaching practice, how is it that you work with clients to remove those blockers so that they can advance? Yeah. Well, first we, we have to know what they are. We have to get really honest with ourselves and, and do some inward, inward looking, inward digging, whatever, inward work, how, however you want to look at it, but we have to, you have to get vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of the reasons that people don't shift is because 
we have to look at ourselves. You know, it's easy to point fingers. It's easy to blame situations. It's easy to look at circumstances or what's happening in the world or, and I'm not discounting any of those things because obviously they play a factor in everything. But however, (laughs) at the end of the day, it always comes back to you. Yeah. And so starting to look at what am I, what am I tolerating? Where am, where do I just consistently feel unhappy or drained? What is the thing that like pisses me off the most, right? Looking at the things that I resist. That is one of my favorite things that I love to like scratch people's brains open with is I tell them that the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. Mm -hmm. And if you can get very honest about what you're resisting, you can also see very clearly what it is that you truly want. And so it's, it's just a lot of unpacking. It's, it's, you know, I don't, I don't sell quick fixes or overnight hacks or any of that crap. Like it just, this is long lasting stuff. You want to move forward. You actually want to be happy. You actually want to start doing the things that you want to do. It has to start with looking inside of yourself. Yes. And when you can do that, then you can see the blocks. You become more aware of them. You can see in your day to day, in your decision making, how they are showing up. And then you're like, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. And now we're just playing with it, right? We're curious. We're like, we're not shaming. Because that's the other thing that we want to do very quickly. It's like, oh, here I do it again. Oh my gosh, here I am again. No, stop it. (laughs) This is literally just about getting to know yourself. You know, noticing your thoughts, noticing your feelings, noticing when these blocks pop up. What are they trying to tell you? What am I resisting in this moment? And you're just playing. Yeah. Playing. And that allows you to start making different decisions moving forward. And that's what allows you to break the cycle. I tell clients all the time, I will shame the shame right out of you. This is a (laughs) no shame zone. Like there is no room for judgment. You know, it's all about joy and authenticity and gratitude and grace and all these, you know, not, not to be in this like bubble of positivity, but you've probably beaten yourself up enough. I don't need to jump on that. How about like, that didn't feel very fun. How about we try my way? And my way is a lot more lighthearted. We can love ourselves through it. It's a much gentler journey and you feel better as you're doing it. So what do you say? And they're always like, you're right. You know, and I I had this woman that I was talking to the other day and she, she can't figure out her blocker. So my favorite question is, what's that about? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, just wait a minute. <laughs> we'll we'll let the the brain ninja grow inside of your brain, and <laughs> and then I'll yeah, say, oh. and it comes, it comes. And she said, "Well, I mean, I don't know if it's you know fill in the blank." And I thought, mm-hmm, "Yep, writing that down." Or it could be this other thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm, "Yep, like maybe one more click, and we'll get there." And it, it every single time. Um, but my favorite part is when you know then they say. I had no idea. Like mm-hmm. I did that to myself. And again, not from a shame perspective, but like an education perspective. And it's like, yes. Yeah, so how are we going to never do that to ourselves again? And I think it's just that, you know, uh, awareness of our behaviors that are so deeply ingrained in us. You know, they generally are formed between the ages of like eight and 12 or eight and 13, depending on the study that you read. But you don't even connect that thing to this thing as a child. 
but there's a very clear connection once you start to unpack it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the power of working with someone, right? A coach, a mentor, a guide, you know, whatever you would like to call it or them. Um, that's the power. It's, it's being asked the right questions that mm -hmm. starts to unlock those doors, right? Yeah. Because you don't know what you don't know. And how am I supposed to explore something that I don't know what to explore? Right. So working with a coach or a mentor really allows you to like get introspective, plant those questions in your brain. And man, and I would bet after that call with that person, their brain was just like, what? Like you just, it just opened your eyes to so many things. And that's the power, right? That's the vulnerability that I'm talking about of, of looking at yourself, getting honest with yourself, but that will allow the ongoing permanent change, the good mm -hmm. stuff that they want. Yes. That's what allows that to happen. And for everybody listening and watching, I first want to say like coaches need coaches. So oh, yeah. I <laughs> and I, I never try to hide that fact because I, I know plenty of people that do, but, but truthfully, you know, I had a situation a couple of weeks ago where I just could not get out of like that loop of, the story and the, the way it was impacting me and how I, you know, put it upon myself. And there was a lot of blame there. And I finally said, I think it's that. And so, you know, I'm a huge proponent of journaling. I think that is the fastest way to this, to the truth. And I refused to journal. And then I kept saying, well, what's that about? Like, am I trying not to get to like, do I like how I feel? And it wasn't until my coach made like one very simple comment to me that I was like, I know what I need to do. You're like, Dang well, it, it well, happened again. <laughs> well, damn, there it is. I know, but wow. I mean, I, in, in I, what I, part of my talk track is the victories and the rebound. Like that is the best part of the whole journey is when you're in that in-between phase. You know, you've come to the point where you're like, I shouldn't be feeling this way hate that word. Um, but you're not like out of it yet. It's the victory is in that middle ground. That's where the work happens. That's where the lights go on. Um, and that's where you can let go of so much of that, um, you know, story that's keeping you stuck. Absolutely. And even yeah. more so than I would say that second victory is when you actually see it in action, right? Mm -hmm. like when, when that thing pops up and you choose differently, or the scenario presents itself and you respond instead of react, right? Like when you actually, when there's that actual action behind it, and then you're like, huh, I did it. That didn't upset me this time. Yeah. yeah like, like fun. That, that didn't rock my world <laughs> as much as it would have. Or, you know, that was actually really hard to do, but I'm proud of myself for sticking to it, right? Like that, gosh, mm -hmm. that like, that's fulfillment, right? When you're reclaiming you, all the parts of you. Yeah. I have a client right now and I hope she's listening because I, if, if she can't hear it directly from me, she can hear it through the show, but you know, she's, she's getting threatened at work and well, I just had to lay off this person and mm, you might be next kind of thing. Right. Which is horrible. She doesn't deserve it. Nobody deserves that type of talk. And I said, have you ever considered that this could be the greatest gift ever given to you? Like, how about we look at this as a positive? You work in a very toxic environment. Anytime I talk to you, there are horrible stories. And, you know, you're working at one, two o'clock in the morning for a corporation that is fast asleep. 
how about we look at this differently and look at it as your like your ticket to freedom so she's not there yet but i um you know what's what's one piece of advice you would give her if she was listening you know i want you to know that you already know the answer mm -hmm. it's really about giving yourself permission to accept and act on it yeah because it's resistance it's exactly what i said earlier there's mm -hmm. resistance. And why are we resisting? There's comfortability. There's the paycheck. This is what I know right now. This I put so much into this. I have so much time into it. You know, I want to defend what I've what I've done here. I mean, I could list like a bajillion other answers, right? But the resistance is I don't want to change. Yeah. And we wanna... have this conversation all the time. Like, what if I don't get another job? I'm like, what if you get a better job? What if you go out on your own? What if you do this? Like, there are plenty of and I don't play the what if game generally, but what if something amazing comes out of this? Yeah. Well, that's right? the thing. Like your, your next great achievement doesn't have room to come in when your space is full of shit. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that job is taking up a whole lot of space right now, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so that next opportunity does not have any, any capacity. There's no space for it to enter. Mm -hmm. But as soon as that that tank is emptied out and that space opens up, you wouldn't believe phone calls come out of nowhere. You get a random email. Someone follows up with you. You run into somebody at the grocery store. Somebody makes a connection with you. You hop on Facebook and all of a sudden you see an ad or LinkedIn has, you know, somebody saying, hey, we're really looking for this kind of person. Do you know anybody? I mean, your your eyes are so focused on trying to to hold on to something that you don't want anymore that you can't see any of that stuff. I know. And the amount of people that I have connected with reconnected since going back full time has been unbelievable. And every single person says, wow, yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I, I, love, I love to tell her those stories, especially because we come from the same industry. I'm like, man, you have no idea who has your back. All of these people know who you are. Just go. Yeah. Take the lick and go and, and take it as four months of paid time off until you can go find something else. Like take it, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Let yourself. Yeah. Let yourself. So tell us a little bit more about how you coach. So you have individual co coaching program or solutions, group coaching, um, your show. What else should we know about? Yeah, I have. So definitely the one-on-one -on -one containers is always amazing because it that's very like focused, specialized, all, all the light is on you. We really can make a lot of movement. Um, but I also have a couple of group programs. So the Gutsy Collective is uh, a group membership where we're doing this type of stuff in a group setting together. Mm -hmm. um, I also do some online classes because I know that sometimes, especially for the people that are maybe just starting uh, on kind of a personal development, self-reflective journey, sometimes you just want to kind of do it behind closed doors, right? Alone. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't, you're not ready to share it with the world or, you know, speak in front of other people and maybe you never will be and that's okay. So I've got on-demand classes. Um, and then my favorite thing to teach actually is it's called the Mind Workshop. And it's five, yeah, it's five days. Um, the next one is running the last week of February and uh, it's five days. It's a group program. And when I tell you that day one people versus day five people, 
is like a, almost like a totally different group of people amazing. In, in, in the most amazing ways because they have embraced more of who they are in a setting where they feel very supported and very seen. So, you know, lots of, lots of different ways that I, I love to support people that are ready to make some movement. Beautiful. Love it. And so I'm going to also post your Instagram, but tell us more about how people can find you. Yeah. And of course the gutsy podcast, they should, they should subscribe to that. Yes. The gutsy podcast is definitely a, a good first step. If you're um, enjoying the information that we're chatting about today, I take these subjects and I go pretty deep, pretty quickly. My, my teaching and speaking style is very raw, very vulnerable, but also very loving and supportive. So um, the gutsy podcast, it's on all the platforms, but you can listen to it on the website as well. And then lauraora.com. That's the hub for all things me. That's where you can find links to my social um, links to my programs. Um, and of course, links to the podcast as well. Amazing. Laura, this has been a great conversation. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. I'm so thankful for, um, you know, all the light that you're bringing into the world, all the great work that you're doing, really transforming women's lives, letting them see, maybe being the mirror for them so that they can see what their true potential is. So thank you so much for, for being on the show today. Yeah, it's my absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. And that was the latest episode of Joy Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you never miss an episode. And it's five, yeah, it's five days. Um, the next one is running the last week of February. And uh, it's five days. It's a group program. And when I tell you that day one people versus day five people is like a, almost like a totally different group of people. Amazing. In, in the most amazing ways, because they have embraced more of who they are in a setting where they feel very supported and very seen. So, you know, lots of lots of different ways that I, I love to support people that are ready to make some movement. Beautiful. Love it. And so I'm going to also post your Instagram, but tell us more about how people can find you. Yeah. And of course, the Gutsy podcast, they should they should subscribe to that. Yes. The Gutsy Podcast is definitely a, a good first step. If you're um, enjoying the information that we're chatting about today, I take these subjects and I go pretty deep, pretty quickly. My my teaching and speaking style is very raw, very vulnerable, but also very loving and supportive. So um, the Gutsy Podcast, it's on all the platforms, but you can listen to it on the website as well. And then lauraora.com. That's the hub for all things me. That's where you can find links to my social um, links to my programs, um, and of course, links to the podcast as well. Amazing. Laura, this has been a great conversation. I'm so grateful to have you on the show. I'm so thankful for um, you know, all the light that you're bringing into the world, all the great work that you're doing, really transforming women's lives, letting them see, maybe being the mirror for them so that they can see what their true potential is. So thank you so much for, for being on the show today. Yeah, it's my absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. And that was the latest episode of Joy Unleashed. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you never miss an episode. Thank you for tuning in to Joy Unleashed. As always, it's my honor to be your host and joyologist, Colleen Greco. Follow me at the Colleen Greco on Instagram for daily motivation and inspiration. And don't forget to leave my show a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, sisters. <laughs>